together we are stupid genius stupid genius i think it's so ridiculous that i wave every time i was just thinking that (laughs) listeners she gave you all a big wave then or me i don't know i always just like to wave when i'm like hi i'm emily and it's double-handed as well it can be awkward like we're saying hello to hi i'm empty room (laughs) it's usually when it's like i'm emily i have to wave like that's me me. Like I'm like they know us by now. Yeah, surely, surely. How right. are you all today? We hope you are feeling good. How are you, Em? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Better than the, the week before. My stomach's less rotten. I mean, are we really starting like that? Oh again? God, why do I? Yeah, I'm gonna get straight into my stupid thing. Please do, <laughs> because I thought I was having a heart attack. Um, or like what some... is that? The stupid? Yes, my stupid. I thought I was last week. I was. Um, in quite a lot of pain to be honest and I well actually I didn't think I was having a heart attack I thought I had like a stomach ulcer or I was having pancreatitis but it lasted a week and I mean, usually that's pretty extreme as well pretty extreme right and I was like googling spiraling and I called 111 because I could barely stand up straight this is the like I couldn't really stand up but straight but haven't you not had a poo for like a week yeah well no <laughs> this is the thing I, you were constipated no, no, this is the thing I had had a poo that day so I was like well it, it can't be that ruled it out ruled it out um and i think it's because of the meat i ate because as a veggie you have i haven't eaten meat in like two two three years yeah and then obviously i went to malaysia and had dark like heavy meat yeah, yeah. my body's probably struggled to like f- fucking process I think it so, because obviously i've never eaten that but i imagine duck is one of the heavier meats yeah, right i can like imagine. i don't know yeah it's game game games I don't, know. I don't know fuck knows but it's yeah weird. i called up 111 and they went for the checklist they were like you need to go to <laughs> you need to go to the hospital right now <laughs> you might be having a heart attack <laughs> stop it did you tell them that you're like a 20 whatever year old and woman? i just kept it yeah and i kept on being like i don't think it's that i think i was and then they just wouldn't like take it and they were like oh, they were like is anyone can t- can anyone take you and i was like yeah people can take me and i sort of was just like is there any way that we can get a doctor on the phone just to just to confirm this before I have to like drop all my stuff and go. But if there's a checklist and you've literally checked it, it's there. Like they will not. It they could like not get like sued. Like we're not in America, but mm-hmm. I presume they could get into a lot of trouble if they're like, yeah, do you know what? Just leave. Just it. Leave it. Don't worry. And, they did, and then I collapsed. Yeah. Um. And then the doctor was like, the do- oh, the do- finally the doctor came on the phone and we talked about it and he's like, it's. It's probably because you haven't shat and you're probably a bit stressed. There was, it was I'm funny. sorry, you cannot say the word shat on this podcast. I refuse <laughs> to allow that in. But it's there. It's there but now. it's there now. Twice. 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 For God's sake. But like as well, he was asking a PhD student. He was like, "So are you? Uh, are you like? Do you deal with stress? Are you stressed?" And I just like laughed. I was like, and he was like, oh, I guess, "I'm guessing, yeah." And I was like, "Well, like no, but I guess on a low level, constant stress." Yeah. Yeah. That's always my answer when, like, people... I feel like sometimes, like, Lloyd kindly attributes my bad behaviours to stress. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm actually not. not." But then I'm like, but there is this underlying quivering anxiety in my stomach and my chest, which is always... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah. Is that normal? But then maybe we've just got used to it. We've definitely got used to it. Do you know what your stupid is giving me vibes of? Go on. You know, in Schitt's Creek, when Johnny Rose thinks that he's having a heart attack. Oh my God. And everyone's like, Johnny's going to die. And then he just has like really bad indigestion. Yeah, that was me. That was me. <laughs> he just needs like a massive gabascon. Because guess what? Well, on Saturday, I was about to hike a bloody mountain and um, and I couldn't stand up. I literally couldn't stand up. And I was like, let's do it. We're going to have to go to the doctors. Like, we're no way. And then 
I just had two coffees, started moving up a mountain, and my belly was fine. I don't think two coffees is usually a good answer, by the way, listeners. If you're ever feeling like you're about to die, two <laughs> I like smoking 20 day Yeah, two coffees, smoke a lot. <laughs> What's the key to getting to 100? Two coffees and walk up a hill. Yeah, no, walk up a hill of a mate. Okay, well, I'm going to take over now and share yeah, my stupid. Talking about poo, I guess. Um, and stop talking about poo because we've had enough of that already. Um, my stupid. They know what they're getting with us. With you, Emma. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just as bad. Um, yeah, so I think mine is much more like general and back to those general stupids. I suddenly have a lot to do, mm. like more than even before, which is weird because I felt like I was at my peak before, at my max sort of yeah. container situation. And I've suddenly got loads more. And my stupid, I guess, was rather than doing what I usually do, which is like, okay, well, we'll just pick these tasks off. Boom, 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 get it done. Yeah. I just went... I'm not doing it. <laughs> you did my approach. I did your No, you don't. I do sometimes. I I do run away from my problems sometimes. Yeah, and yeah. I did. I ran away from yeah. it. I mean, don't get me wrong. We'd already planned, me and my dad actually, to go and visit uh, my sisters and my nieces and nephews and that on Thursday last week because it was my niece's birthday and we missed it a couple of weeks before. So that was already planned. Yeah. So in a way, the running away was sort of already scheduled, but I was definitely planning on doing like work while I was there, work on the train, mm. da, 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 da. And then like on Saturday, I was going to have a full day of work. Yeah, you did say that. Yeah. But then my sister, who is, um, her and her husband sort of, well, he's, this is a long story. He's basically a labourer. They do loads of odd jobs and stuff. Yeah. And he's, out of action because he's hurt his leg right so my sister is taking on all his jobs anyway she was like i need someone to paint this house with me today and i'll pay you so i was like oh great excuse to not do my work so i did that instead oh my God. <laughs> do you know what i mean so that was my stupid basically yeah you're stupid sorry <laughs> you no but you're stupid she's pointing at me guys coming from me like guys if you, you like i know molly very well and i know her stupid is just not accepting free time no, that's like me time it, Free time is me time, okay? I just because it's free, that. it means it's it's your time to do something for yourself. You don't have to like. I know, obviously, you want to see people and you enjoy it, but you you need to keep a little bit of time to I just know. yourself and to do nothing, not clean the house. I know, not the, not, do, know. not do a project. That's it. It's like for me, if I well, we'll come on to this. Yeah, because it really ties in with really what we're talking about, but. If I have free time, then that's time to be productive. Like if I'm not being productive, even yeah. if it's like watching the telly, I'm like, well, I may as well like do my nails at the same time or do yeah. something. But that's okay because that's your but that's, that's your way self-care. of self care yeah. and stuff like that. I think I, I mean only I'm only saying it because I'm I've been massively guilty of this. I know. Let's come it's back hard. to it. We'll come back to it because yeah. this is what we're going to talk about today. First of all, let's get some genius. Genius. Uh, my genius was before I went. I completely forgot about it before I went away um, to Australia, so over a month ago, and I got asked to um, put together a piece, an article, like a um, like a lab practical article mm-hmm. for this little book, not book, like a pamphlet. Yeah, so like they have monthly like uh, books that like they newsletter. Yeah, yeah, I guess yeah for um, bases, which is the British association <laughs> she looks panic she doesn't have a clue for sport and exercise science is this gonna be one of those things where you say yeah if you like interested in gait and posture then come along i think you should if you like <laughs> if you like bases if you like bases biomechanics you know go in and that, that was really really fun that's cause, so because cool. i get to like have a printed version or in my like my in a book i just need to do it yeah, so- you know when like it slipped my mind i was like oh shoot oh so you haven't done it yet. yeah the, the the person who approached me knows um 
I was away, so like now I'll just and I'll you've confirmed now, it. Yeah, now I do it. That's yeah. so cool because it's like a publication. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's oh some my sort God, of like edit- not editorial. That's that's a lie. I get what you're saying. Though. Yeah, what is it? I don't God know. Knows, I should find out. And it was so long ago, so I don't remember. It was just like randomly remembered. What's it about? It can be about whatever I want. Oh, that's the fun just bit. like a reflection sort of thing. I'm gonna do it on my research on like what Makes I found. Sense. Yeah, but yeah. having said that, um, you don't want to give away too much, do you? Why not? Well, because you want to publish that, right? Actually publish that yeah. in a journal. Yeah. Yeah, so you can't... What do you mean I can't give away too much? Well, <laughs> what do you mean? Make it accessible, make research... No, I know, but you haven't published your findings no. yet. So, like, someone else will, could publish that first. No, because they don't have my research. They don't yeah. have my, like... Unless they read it before I publish, they redo my study and then publish it. They I can't. know, but they could already be doing aspects of it. See, I... This no, is because why... they can't bend their data. Like, my data's my data. You True. know, You can't... They can't steal it. It's not like thoughts. It's like facts and, like, yeah, no, I get numbers. That. But you've interpreted it, right? In a way, this yeah, is... but, like, it's with, like... So it's very... <laughs> this, is, this is a qualitative versus quantitative. And we also need an episode on publishing because we cannot get into <laughs> yeah, this right yeah, now. Yeah. So if, if I have, like, 20% of people said they were less physically active during COVID... Oh, yeah, it's quantitative. I can't... How can I... How can I... Um, Reflect. Like, what, what, no, I, I know. How can I like interpret that in any other way than people are less? Oh, active? well, you could interpret like conclusions from that, like, and so what? Like, what? Yeah, is so what? Yeah. Of it? yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is basically the same. Like, everyone sort of says the same thing as like interventions and stuff like that. And obviously, my interpretation is different from others. But I don't really mind if someone steals it because then it's like nice. We, yeah, we're moving in the same direction. Yeah. Rather than fighting. I guess the other aspect of it is that like you don't want to plagiarize yourself either, do you? No, that's true. But that's all. That, that's amazing. That's amazing. Oh, is. <laughs> she was so interested in what we were talking about there, guys. She was just checking her armpit. I just felt like just to make sure it was still there. I felt like it was scratching me. I can confirm it is still there. It's there. Oh, well done, then. That's Thank amazing. you. Um, Thank you. Right, what's your genius? So my genius is that I got my feedback from my thesis draft from two of my supervisors. Um, and yeah, it's all looking really good. Most of it, there's just like a few little odd changes, words, grammatical mm-hmm. things. Um, my contribution needs more work, which I knew that already. But yeah. you know, and you're like, I just need to fucking get, get it. it in there. Yeah. So um, I was, I was very much expecting that, and also wanting that because I knew I needed to improve that. Yeah. Um, so it's like a come on. Yeah, exactly. So you they've given me the direction I needed with that. So yeah, I'm feeling really good about the draft itself. So I'm on like T minus. 30 days till submission. Oh my God, it's so fucking mad. It makes me scared. Like, I don't know why, like, it makes me nervous for you. <laughs> but so excited. Oh, oh actually, this oh, is a genius, but we've got my external examiner confirmed. Oh my God. I know. That is a genius. I suppose, yeah, because we asked a couple first and both of them were like, came back straight away, were dead nice, but said we literally just, well, they prioritised, they said their workload was too much. Yeah. They couldn't take on another yeah. examination, which is fine. Um, but then we've ended up with someone else who seems lovely. She's a professor as well, because we really wanted a professor just because... It looks good. It looks good. But also, um, again, this is something we can talk about in a different episode, but I have heard from different people that actually having a senior lecturer, they can sometimes be a bit tougher than a professor because it's almost like... They're proving. Yeah, they've yeah. got something to prove. They're new in their career. Yeah. They're not, they want to be seen to, like, say something. Yeah. Whereas professors... They're, 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 they're comfortable, yeah. They're there to support you a bit more. So, yeah, okay. apparently that's the thing. Anyway, should we get on to our topic for today? I think we should. I think we should. Any uh, any updates on your weekend? Meh. Nah. Meh. Meh. 
You've done it. Come to the Instagram, guys, for that stuff. Yeah, I think so. I think so. What is it? It's stupid genius underscore pod. Come over, have a chat, tell your friends. Yeah. Um, And if you want to hear life updates, then yeah, come and have a chat to us on there. Yeah, we usually sort of post about what we're doing. And do you know why? Because today we are eating our own words and we are (gasps) prioritising. We are. Look at us go. We're already prioritising. Let's Let's do it. Okay, so today we're talking all about prioritising. Uh-huh. Yes. So as I'm sure a lot of us know, prioritising is really important when you're doing a PhD for loads of different reasons. It can help you with your time management. It can reduce your stress levels. It can help you feel more in control of your workload. And um, this is something that I really want to talk about today because I struggle with this. Mm. Um, and I'm finding that I'm just... Um, blagging it when it comes to prioritising. Yeah. I don't actually have any... Sort of systems or tools. Yeah, systems or measures or anything like that. Yeah. So that's why I want to talk about it. But why did you want to talk about it? It's pretty much the same. Like, I've always struggled with prioritising and I always get, I mean, being a bit impulsive, going with whatever I feel at the time rather than being like, this is the priority right now. And I think I've always struggled with, um, maybe not necessarily prioritise prioritise my work, but... But yeah, no systems in place and being like, I can do it all. And um, I think recently I had, and I, it just, it's one way, it's a one way ticket to just being knackered and burn yourself out and just feeling like you're just constantly, like you're falling, you're just clinging onto the branches. That's how it yeah. felt like for me. And um, and I, I think I read something about like this, and I remember doing it at school, this triangle between um, work, social life and sleep or something like that. Right. No. It was something... Oh, fuck, no. I it's not like the hierarchy of needs or something, is it? Yeah, and it was... No, work, social life, and maybe it's sleep. I mean, fuck it, let's, let's go sleep. Like health or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, you can only, like, have... You can only really prioritise two um, at a time. So, like, if, you're, if you want to succeed in career and you want a good social life, you're probably not going to get as much sleep, are you? Yes. Because you're going to be buzzing, you're going to have amazing social life, but you're going to be knackered all the time. And you're going to do really well in your career but if you prioritize i don't know work and sleep two things that you need and healthy your social life is gonna lack and you can't have it all and i was being like no i can do it all and you just can't you just, one one's gotta give and you've got to realize at that time and prioritizes change all the time so mm-hmm. i think that's why i'd like actually like to know how to how to put it into play like how to yeah. put it into action yeah because i think like i've always been like well i don't need tools for this i don't need but i'm like that's so arrogant really because with everything else i'm willing to accept guidance yeah. and like structured measures and stuff but for some reason i'm just like well i'm doing it fine it's working yeah. whatever i'm doing i'm just going to keep doing it well that's it that's it like we're, we're quite productive in in that we get a lot done yeah so it's like well and also like I'm doing a lot. You're doing a lot. You see your friend, you, like all this stuff, like that you want to do, you're doing. But it makes it's like, you think that you're signed. Yeah, but I know. But then it's once things like, like what I said at the start of the episode about my sort of beaker. I thought my my stress container or my what I was capable of holding on to was already full, and now more's been poured in. And it's moments like that when suddenly you think, actually, it's sure. now I could do with a support system or a method or yeah. something to help me. Yeah, it? this was me last year. I was I was I don't know. I was probably in your position. Uh, actually probably at the beginning of this year as well and I didn't have any wiggle room and like now I have wiggle room which is nice because if something that you can't control comes in 
you've got that wiggle room to breathe. Whereas like you right now, something extra has come on board and you're like, yeah, fuck. Maxed like, out. I've literally, I've already maxed out and now I've been added another max to my max and I didn't think I could max out anymore. And I, fuck, like, yeah. yeah. And luckily the thing with the PhD is that it ebbs and flows and usually you're not at that max all of the time. Like you have no. down yeah. period, so it is manageable. But let's have a think about some of these methods then. So one of them that is pretty well known is known as the Eisenhower principle, okay? And this is all to do with prioritizing and working out what is important and what is urgent and then putting those tasks at the top of your agenda, right? Yeah. So the, the way this goes is that you would prioritize urgent and important ones first, and then you would prioritize important but not urgent, and then you would prioritize urgent but not important, right? Um, and then you can either push back or remove tasks that are not urgent or important. That's the idea, okay? okay. But, well, think about it, right? So say you've got three tasks, okay? It might be like, um, I don't know, what three tasks? Uh, okay, wake up in the morning. So brush your teeth, go for a shower and go to the loo. <laughs> I thought you were going to say. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you would say, what is urgent and important? Probably go to the toilet, right? Yeah. That's probably urgent and yeah, yeah, important. Yeah. So you're going to put that first. Okay. It's probably important that you have a shower. Yeah. So for you're your do sake. That next. <laughs> yeah. But it's probably pretty urgent that you brush your teeth, but it's mm. not that important. Okay. As important. I don't know. Would you? Oh, well, I, I don't know. I just had <laughs> this example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bad so example. You would, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And do you know what, though? It's actually a good example because they're all. My problem with the Eisenhower principle, right, is what if they're all important and yeah. urgent? but in different ways. This is what I have an issue with when I used to be like, oh, but I got this and this and this to do. And then, and then like, Vin would be like, well, maybe, maybe you need to, like, you need to, which one's most important? I'm like, I all need to get them done today. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, right, well, okay. Yeah, and then you're like, <laughs> literally that, because especially with the PhD, we're, we're like spinning so many plates, because it might be like, you might have a task that's really important to like the progression of your thesis, right? Mm -hmm. But it's not urgent for your mental health. Or you might have one that's really important to maintaining like friendships, but it's not urgent for your first publication, right? You've got these things that are constantly Just, like conflicting yeah. and all swimming around. And I have this vision, right? I'm doing lots of arm movements here. <laughs> I have this vision of like myself, but with like 10 arms right. all being pulled in different directions. Ah. Do you know what I mean? That's like what it creates see, in my head. Yeah, see, my vision was me in space. <laughs> With like a load of like floating planets and debris and me just trying to grab onto different you stuff. You just have to be more extra than that, right? <laughs> I'm an octopus and she's a fucking space woman. That's it. Space. But you get the idea, right? Yeah. <laughs> and this is how it often feels when we're doing PhD, doesn't it? Yeah. So this is where the methods come in. Okay. Right. So give it to me, I need it. I'll give it to you. So I've done a little bit of research to try and collate what these different methods are. And there's quite a lot. Some of them we're going to like, I yeah. reckon. Some of them we're not going to like. Yeah. And I have done zero research. And I don't think you're going to I like. arrived on time today, guys. That's what I did. She fucking did. She arrived on time. I'm happy with that. No, to be fair, though, I have I have time on public transport, don't I? So yeah. like, that gives me time. Whereas you couldn't be doing it while you're riding your bike. I, I could be doing it while I'm just <laughs> while you're on public transport. Nah. So first one, um, this is extremely obvious, so we don't mm -hmm. really need to chat about that, this one that much, but with any methods of prioritizing, right, you've always got to start with a to-do list. I know that sounds really obvious, but some yeah. people think they can just keep these in their brain, no. get it down on paper. So that might just literally be like writing out your actions and your tasks. The thing with the PhD though, is that like, you're often gonna to need to include more holistic things on there, aren't you? Yeah. It's not just gonna be like reply to that email. It might also be like, 
spend time with my partner or yeah. for me anyway that all needs to go on that to-do list oh really well I don't know does it I don't write that down no but, then it's, but still... it's like you but then you end up not actually doing it right yes yeah, so part like, of me thinks is that the is problem? that the problem I'm not writing these things yeah down. also what I did well, this is what I've changed throughout like I put it all in my calendar no matter what I'm doing, social, anything. Obviously, I'm, I'm nothing about my calendar. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Yes, if it's not on my calendar. But I think that really helps. And I've color coordinated it. So it really helps me visualize and see what color's taken over what. And if I haven't got any, like, I don't know, reds, which is like personal time, mm-hmm. then I'm not, then I'm, then something needs to like. Oh, so give. you can literally have a snapshot of your calendar and be like, whoa, there's, well, there's way, way too, too much. much like when we now. started with Stupid Genius, Stupid Genius is orange. Fuck me, there was too much to orange. <laughs> if, I go back, tango. if I go yeah, if I go back to like Feb, yeah, it was yeah. it was it was it was stupid amount of stupid research. I actually really, stupid dumb genius, I mean. I really like that because then you can yeah, literally just take a look at it and be like, oh okay, something's out of whack here. There's yes. not a balance. Yeah. And like we can like the thing is, the thing is we're walking on this tightrope, that one we, we are gonna at some point some things are gonna be more on your calendar or you're going to spend more time doing because that's your priority at the time but like yeah I try and use words like I'm not too busy for that I, it's just my not my priority and I think that really helps changing that word and really helped me with like oh I'm just too busy to go to work out and I'd be like well no that's actually just not my priority and then saying it like that I'm like oh wait it should be though it's for you yeah yeah, yeah 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 like for me actually wait that that for me is a massive priority so like oh it makes me shift my thing or oh, like I'm too busy to cook i'm like well no it's just not my priority not to cook healthy meals right now and then i'm like oh that actually doesn't sound too healthy so maybe let's let's change it but yeah i write i write a lot of stuff down but i don't really i guess i don't really write on my to-do list no see friends and i i don't actually (laughs) i'm already confessing i actually don't write a to-do list in the sense of like um, I only write a monthly to-do list. So I write my long-term goals. I know, which is so bad because Whoa, literally... How do you stay on top? How do you... I don't know, because the, the next me- massive method that people recommend yeah. is to write daily tasks, weekly tasks, and monthly tasks. Mm. And the whole idea is that you start with your daily tasks. They'll help you to achieve your weekly and then they'll help you to achieve your monthly. Yeah. You can then focus all your efforts on your daily tasks with the aim of them contributing to that long-term yeah. goal of the weekly and the monthly, yeah? Yeah, so I you write monthly tasks. I literally have a Word document on my desktop that says monthly to-do list. And when I even, it's not even really a monthly to-do list, it's just everything that I need to do in the foreseeable future. Um, Fucking hell. I have that, I it. have like that. I mean, maybe I don't go, but I, I literally every day I write a, to-do, a daily to-do list, but I obviously, I overthink. I I can think I can overachieve these to do lists, so then I get a little bit like I didn't. I only ticked up two things. Yeah, like, but, but that's a whole other. That's a whole other we'll issue. Come on to that. But then do you know what? And I know this is not right. Like I know I'm yeah. wrong for thinking this. Part of me thinks like, well, it's a waste of time. Why would I spend half an hour writing to do lists and organizing my day when yeah. I could just be cracking on with the work? And I know that's not right. No, I do feel like that. Sometimes I think, oh my god, I just spent the morning like writing what I'm going to do today to but me what, it's almost like procrastination yeah. I do think some people use it, this whole to-do list situation as a as, procrastination yeah, yeah, method yeah. well I usually do it at the end of the day so I usually when I'm wrapping up what I need what I feel like I need to do the next day unless it's like obviously booked out with like oh 
like in my calendar, I don't know, on Thursday, I have like a writing day and that's booked out all day. So I won't write a to-do list for that, but I will actually write a to-do list on what I want to write. Yes. And to be fair, I do do that sometimes. It depends like how, if I'm feeling a bit overwhelmed, I definitely love it to do that at the Mm. end of the day, writing those little, like tomorrow, pick this up. And like sometimes I write out my whole week uh, to-do list in in on Monday and then I and then I literally just flip to that page and I'm going okay today I'm doing this so it it removes all the thought process out of yeah, it yeah it's like oh, okay shit I've got to do that all right that's that what load. that's what Monday Emily said I needed to do so I better do it shit I need to be more like Emily <laughs> <laughs> yeah sometimes I don't stick to it though like it, it's hard it's hard it is hard and new new priorities sometimes come on board and you're like right well she she's taking all my points guys stop it Emily stop <laughs> talking ahead. um going back to the idea of looking at a yeah. list of tasks that are all equally important and urgent right mm-hmm. um it also recommends that another way to manage that is to think about how long it's going to... See, I'm, I'm talking, right? And all I'm thinking is this is just going to take so fucking long. But I'm, yeah. I'm going to bear with it. Um, work out how long each task will take and then you can prioritise those tasks in order of how yeah. long they'll take. So say if you've got like five urgent and important tasks that mm-hmm. are all equally urgent and important, one's going to take half an hour, one's going to take a day, one's going to take four hours. Well, you'll be like, right, I'll do the half an hour one first, then the four hour and then the yeah. day one see I've heard different things is like tackle I mean we've talked about eat the frog flipping so, it round yeah like if anything actually t- like t- I don't know get into the the task that's going to take the longest because that's the one that you're probably putting off the most exactly and that might be the case that you might want to switch mm. that and I suppose it's finding what works for you isn't it yeah. whereas for some people if they're all as equally important and urgent but you can tick off two in an hour and a half well, that might make people feel very motivated really yeah, and be like true. wow tick two off now I've only got go. one left to do let's yeah, go let's do true. it and also like sometimes you just don't know how long a task is going to take it's true like I, I obviously yeah, everyone knows I struggle with time <laughs> like I just don't get the concept so for me I really struggle with knowing how long something's going to take but sometimes like this is going to be a really easy task you get into it you're like oh my god this is going to be yeah and then it, you feel a bit defeated. So I actually, I don't know about that. I would, and also, yeah, it's going to take so long going, this one's going to take 30 minutes. Like it's all added to like the morning or taking away your morning. Potentially. You or it might potentially take two minutes, mightn't it? Yeah, Thinking about it. That's true. I mean, oh, it is, it is, it's not an easy thing. And I suppose that's where like the idea of practice comes in because this is a skill, like any other organisational skill, yeah. it takes practice. You're not just going to automatically be good at it. And that whole thing of being like, oh, well, I don't know how long that task is going to take. How often do we do completely new things? Like, not that often, right? Yeah, that's true. So we should have an idea of how long things are going to take. Yeah, and we kind of do subconsciously, probably. But yeah. like, oh, like, that's why you write a to-do list and be like, all right, well, there's one thing in my to-do list and I know it's going to take me all day yeah and yeah. like you say sometimes spanners are going to be thrown in where you're yeah. like oh shit I thought this was going to take me 10 minutes and four hours later I'm still trying to re- you know, <laughs> move this like powerpoint yeah. little like picture over because I don't like where it is <laughs> yes oh my god we're all guilty <laughs> oh of that, god like literally hours on how the presentation looks and we're like no one's going to care that it's like a smither like over off centre yeah, yeah, yeah. do you know what one of my worst ones I did is I spent a whole day oh, sorry. Um, only literally a few months ago I spent like a whole day and um, creating this uh what do you call it like poster yeah, yeah it was a poster really and then I didn't have to use it <laughs> what the fuck I've still I've got it and I, and I haven't I'm still got it so I'm like I'm fucking gonna use this at some point <laughs> one day yeah one day but um nice. so the other thing as well is always finish the task the first task that you've set yourself before moving on to the next one so this obviously might seem very um obvious but sometimes it's really tempting to 
leave a task and just like the second it gets a bit tricky or you meet a barrier uh-huh. or you get a bit bored with it even yeah you're like oh do you know what i'm just gonna forget that but if you've put it at the top of your to-do list there's a if, if you've followed these measures yeah. of like urgent and important and all those all that jazz it's there for a reason right mm-hmm. so it's like making sure that you stay motivated which is so hard to self-motivate yourself when you're I mean, you've already got that idea, like, I just don't want to do this anymore. And, like, no one's holding you accountable. And that's, that's the, I would say that's the trickiest part, being like, no, 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 you're going to do it. Look, it's on your top of two list rather than just being like, eh, I'm going to do something else. I suppose the one thing that might make that hard is that if you've, like, coming back to what you said before, if your to-do list isn't realistic... Yeah, and you've actually you're finding that this is going to take way longer, or it's mm. way more difficult, or I need more resources, and then you're c- continuously having to come away from that top task. Well, that's more probably the, the problem there is probably that you've not been realistic about yeah. how long it's going to take yeah. or whatever. Whereas, like if you're working through your daily tasks, then they should be exactly that. They should be daily yeah. tasks, right? And you know, yeah, that's true. And you know when you're like being a bit like soft on yourself, like when you're being a bit like, oh. I, I need more resources. I've done this for sure. I need more resources. Oh, like, actually, like, not today because of... And I make, like, excuses. Yeah, there's no way. Like, yeah, yeah, oh, I think I need to have a chat with my supervisory team about this. And it's like, then you come you come to it and then the other day when you're a bit more, like, switched on or something and you're like, Emily, you can do it. You don't need... You, you just made these... Ex- you made these hurdles. You built these hurdles so you could, like just sort of turn around and walk back and and sit down on your sofa but i suppose it's questioning like why do we do that what are we what is it about that task that you don't want to do and, and i guess reflecting on that as well might help you. yeah it's usually because it's hard yeah you, usually it, i would say like for me usually when tasks are a little bit a little bit out of my comfort zone i will retreat easily but like obviously not all the time you're like oh just not today i'm, I'm like being a bit soft on myself I deserve a little break and you're like you've been saying this for a week now maybe you should do it or at the same time I guess that comes back to that earlier point of um, if you've got all those tasks that equally is important and urgent and stuff and one is way more difficult then actually maybe you can't face that well if you've got all the tasks that are just as important and urgent then Mm -hmm. maybe it is okay to push it back if you've got other ones that are just as important but if that's the only one that is super urgent and super important then fuck it you just can't do it and the issue with phd is we've got several things that are urgent and important so you can can constantly find a task that's urgent and important and ignore that one that you just don't want to do for me coding <laughs> coding Mate, you've been doing this coding for a while oh i know it's because it's just been there and, and now i'm like recruiting new i'm like doing you've new, made uh, it yeah a thing in yeah, your yeah, yeah yeah i mean i have started it now don't worry yeah don't, don't worry about me no i'm not worried about <laughs> yeah. you but i mean it's a good example isn't it yeah. i've got things like that a hundred percent i had one thing on my to-do list i've done it now because yeah. i literally have to yeah and it was there for months yeah like literally Li- mine mine has literally been months yeah i, I yeah I, Really and do you know then. what? When I actually went to do it, it took me like two hours. Yeah. But I'd got it in my head that it was going to be this big thing. Yeah. I wasn't sure of it. And then, you know, and I guess that's where actually if I'd have sat down and taken a bit of time to think, okay, well, what is that going to take? Mm-hmm. What is that going to involve? What is that going to require? I'd have realised that it wasn't that bad. And I'd have yeah, just done that's it. true, actually. Yeah, me saying this right now. After this, after we record this, I'm going to code. 10 more parts. No, no. <laughs> I'm going to do 100. I'm going to do 100 today. <laughs> you could probably, I found with coding, once you once get into I started, it, it's very quick. It is very quick. Very quick. It's just getting the things together and then that'll be like, 
the next task, won't it? Yeah. Anyway. Um, having said all that, and this is where I think prioritising gets really tricky because, you know, people will say, okay, so um, don't back off from those tasks. Keep going, da 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 Like, yeah. don't finish, um, oh, always finish them, yeah. But then at the same time, it's like, but always remain flexible <laughs> and always be willing to adapt. Um, and I suppose that's that idea of like, and I do agree with that, that you need to keep reviewing your to-do list, right? Mm. And it's like, life throws different things at you there's always going to be new changes that occur and so if a changing situation means that a new task becomes more important or more urgent then yeah you do have to be willing to reprioritize well yeah let's let's open this up to like more holistic view of like just in life in general priorities change or like the your needs change so for me i guess um two months three months ago I guess my priority was like getting the PhD done and now I'm a little bit like I'm going through a bit of stuff and my priority now is actually spending time with friends because I need their support yeah so like the PhD might take a little bit of a back burner I still obviously that's still a massive priority for me because I want to I don't want to I want to get it done but I also recognize that I need to spend a little more time on my like health and 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 being surrounded by like my support network which is okay, um, but that's not gonna last. I'm not gonna be rigid in that because I I need to this. I'll give myself a little bit of time, but then I need to get back onto the PhD priority train. Yeah. So like it's it's almost like be structured in a way that like don't be easy on yourself, too easy on yourself in in terms of ah, I just don't really want to do that. Like if you set it as a priority, it's a priority, and you know it deep down. You do know you know what's going on, don't you? Yes. Like you, you feel guilty about it, and that's usually the sign. That's the telltale sign. Yeah, yeah. But um, but like allow for flexibility. Yeah, I do get that, but it is. Oh, it's, it's a hard balance. Yeah. And I actually, you know, what you're saying there is so important. I think in the context of the PhD, because the PhD is such a long project, right? Mm-hmm. Often people are doing PhDs between three and if you're doing it part time, you look at like seven years, yeah. right? You know what I found out being at the conference as well, three years is such a short amount. Like us in the UK, it's wild. They usually have that average is like five year PhDs. Yeah. And I think things are a bit different in the UK yeah. because there's a really often internationally you'll have like a year of talk study, mm-hmm. which obviously we don't get. Yeah. Also there's like much more pressure to publish every year, mm-hmm. which there's not I, I actually found that our PhDs are a lot easier than in, well at least what it sounds like than international PhDs. Yeah. International mm-hmm. PhDs sound so much more demanding and so much more structured and yeah. hard, I think. Again, I, obviously it's still subjective but yeah but like but what I was hearing what they have to do like oh like in America for sure yeah like, they call it grad school don't they it yeah. sounds like it's much more it's intense uh, it is intense but let's come well, that could be a different a different episode <laughs> back to prioritising the prioritising yeah. um but one thing I really want to pick up on there that you said, which I really wanted to talk about, was that whole thing of prioritizing yourself, your health, yeah. your well-being, and all those things. Because at the end of the day, like that is so, so important in mm-hmm. a PhD. Um, and one way that you can do that, I think, and we, we have talked about this on previous epi- episodes, is about setting time limits, like on how much you're willing or able to work that day um, in a way that's like not going to impede on your well-being. So for example, like, I'm very clear that I rarely work before 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. and I rarely work after 6 p.m. Like they're yeah. my time limits. And it's like, even if I have all these impending deadlines or priorities that need to be addressed, 
if I've worked from eight till six, I'm not going to, very rarely am I going to continue. That, that yeah. I'm quite good at setting that time limit. Yeah. Do you think that's important as well, like having a time limit? Or for you, are you just like smashing in? <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I am, um, before I, I guess like you taught me that quite, like seeing you do that in action, I was like, actually, yeah, what the hell am I doing? Because there'll be a day where I'd be like, not really going to do much work. And then I, and then I work into the evening and then my heart's like going when I'm trying to get to bed and it's like, I've like been working till 10, 11 in the evening and it's like trying to get to, trying to switch off after you, you're so on. It's hard. It's hard and it wasn't good for me. So yeah, I really, I really set myself those boundaries of like, it's a working week, it's a normal job. And actually it's made it a lot more structured and easy to just be like, you're in at this time, get it done. Obviously with flexibility, there'd be days where I'm like, like Friday, my belly was like just absolutely rotten. And I just, I, I was like, I'll work from bed. And then I actually just ended up sleeping all day because I was so like tired of just being in so much pain. And, and like, like rightly so. Yeah, you know, you know what I mean? In that moment, your rotten belly, as you've called it, like five times today. And <laughs> it was rotten. I was rotten from the inside <laughs> like, In that moment, your health mm. and your rotten belly becomes the most urgent and important yeah. thing, right? It yeah. goes to the top of the to-do list. Emily, yeah. get better. But it's so frustrating. As a PhD student, you do you do feel like a bit like, oh my God, but this is my work time and I need to, I should be working. But then it's like, if we had a quote unquote normal job, you would probably take the day off work, wouldn't you? Yeah. Because you were ill. Yeah, that's And true. I think, so that whole thing of setting time limits is great for prioritising because it makes you very selective. You know how much time you've got rather than being like, oh, I can work till whatever today. So I'll just do this and this and this and this. Yeah. Whereas I'm like, or and it sounds like you are too. But yeah. Like, I've got from here till here. This is what I can do in yeah. that time. Um, I usually do nine to five, to be honest. Yeah, which is great, yeah. you know. It, and it, in a way, it actually sets you up quite well because hopefully, after our PhDs, we'll all go into the working world, whether it's academia or and not have industry. a massive shock to the system. Yeah, it's yeah. like fuck. Okay, I've suddenly got like you know, <laughs> I suddenly have to, to go into work. <laughs> oh, every nice. um, but I think that also really links nicely to the whole idea of setting these like firm and strong boundaries mm-hmm. as well. Okay, mm-hmm. because like we all have that family member or that friend or whatever it might be um that you know doesn't really think still thinks you're a student yeah and maybe like that you want to see them but every time you do it's like three hours of them taking your energy and you know you want to prioritize that in a way but really is that going to help your long-term goals well not if they're fucking zapping everything out of you so there's that thing of like and you say this to me all the time what did you say earlier me time like yeah free time is me time it's not like just because it's free time doesn't mean you have to give it to someone you have to give it to someone absolutely because like at the end of the day no one is going to benefit from you constantly prioritizing other people that's what i keep telling you now like when you're like oh do you want to go do something i'm like yeah but if it's if it's not like if it's not just like a little space that you have because you need to I can see it. You need to prior- you need to prioritize your own time. Yeah, and I think and I- the thing with that is like the thing. So, for example, listeners, like the other day, I said to Em, "Do you want to come to another life drawing yeah. class?" And you were like, "Only if yeah. it's like going to work for you." And I think for me, it's like that's actually me prioritizing myself. Yeah, because that's something that I love and that gives me energy and joy. Yeah, and we're not. It's not like we kind of go. We we pe- it's so it's such a it it's is not- actually me time, and we're going. Yeah, because you don't you kind of go together, but you don't, we don't talk to each other. We just draw, right? No, exactly. And I think 
and you do i need that social time like i spend a lot of time at home so like if you can to me that's like taking two birds right i'm with you i'm enjoying your company but i'm also doing something that feeds yeah my i hate that like nourishes my soul but you know but it is it's true no i agree with that yeah yeah you don't have to it doesn't have to be on your own for it to be like self-care no exactly self-care like what is i mean we're going off topic completely but what is self-care in terms of like well, it's different for everyone. It's different isn't for everyone. It? My self care, I've got like probably like ten different things that I call self care, like going climbing, doing my face routine, maybe sometimes watching TV, like maybe spending time with friends, eating good food. Like, there's so many different yeah. things that I think is of self care, which is so positive because I think a lot of people probably actually wouldn't really know that, or yeah. they don't know what yeah. gives them makes them feel careful. Feel good. So like, it's so good yeah. that you know that and yeah. you have this list of like, okay. I feel like I need some self-care. I need to prioritise myself. And you're always like looking at what what actually it's needed at the time. Like sometimes TV will be like, I'll, make, I'll feel way worse after just watching a whole day. Yeah. Like spend a whole day watching TV. But sometimes I need that. So like it's it's really, oh, it's exhausting it sometimes. It takes a lot of because inward, Constantly okay. like, what, what do I need? Right and now? I think this is why I put off this whole learning to prioritise because I find it, I don't prioritise, prioritise. No, yeah. I find it too much, but I'm starting to see the value in it. Yeah. Um, and it's okay to go to someone that you've maybe made a plan with and go, I mean, it, it should be okay. And I don't think anyone's ever like got annoyed at someone setting a boundary, but it's to go, hey, I know we, and I don't like flakes. So like, it's not, it's very different and don't do it all the time. It is different. But I know what you mean. You can though. go to someone and go, hey, like, I know we've got this plan, but, I actually really need to prioritise time for myself. Um, or like, I actually have this. I'm really, really sorry. Can we reschedule? And do you know what? One of our listeners actually um, said this as well. They sent in a message. Okay. Yeah, about how to prioritise. And they said for them, what's really important is being able to say no to friends when you run out of social energy. Yeah. And they said that they find it really hard, but also really essential. This was me, this was me a year ago. Every weekend, I had something like planned and and i kind of do now but it's it's a lot more relaxed like i would be going to newcastle i'd be going to bristol i'd be i'd be driving across the whole of the that UK is my life right now down sorry <laughs> yeah it's it, and it's exhausting that travel time like those five hours in the car like you're just constantly on the move constantly packing your stuff and then going somewhere else and like you you don't feel grounded or settled and i was loving it this was the so it was so frustrating because i was i enjoy it and i was enjoying seeing my friends and i did loads of stuff uh, but then I realised, hang on, like I haven't, I haven't prioritised me in this, and I'm actually exhausted, and I need to learn to say no. And I felt so guilty. I mean, as a people pleaser, you're like, oh, I don't want to say no, and I don't want them to think I don't want to spend time with them because I love spending time with them. But actually, as soon as I sort of started being like, no, actually, you know what, I need to prioritise this, or actually, I'm exhausted. Da da da. They're like, oh, cool. And that's the thing. I think, <laughs> oh, like, if they're your friend, then they love you. They yeah. care for you. They're gonna understand that it's coming from a place of love, and yeah. you know, it's not. Gonna, they're not gonna think, "Fuck Emily, like she yeah. doesn't love me anymore." And guess what? There was one person that kind of was a bit bitter about it, but that's because then I realised, oh wait, I'm not getting. This sounds really selfish, but I'm not getting anything from this friendship. Actually, it's all they're taken from me. I'm essentially their therapist, and now they're like freaking out because they don't have. They don't have you anymore. They don't have. Yeah, my undivided, like, un- yeah, yeah. my attention And constantly. that's where it whittles down the people that yeah. is... And that's when I was like, yeah. your life, I yeah. guess. Um, definitely, yeah. It's yeah. hard. It's a hard pill to swallow, but it's, it's, it's definitely good to know who's there to support you 
and who's there to support them. Because it has to be reciprocal, doesn't it? Mm. You know, and actually, like, um, this makes me think of something that I um, heard this morning when I was doing some research for this episode was this whole idea of non-negotiables. And again, it seems so obvious and it totally links to what you were just saying yeah. there, but I've never actually thought of it in this way. And okay. I had like a bit of a, aha. Oh, <laughs> nice. Um, we like, ah, the light bulb switched I on. the light bulb. So it was saying about non-negotiables, right, around your well-being. Okay. So that might be things like movement. It might be social goals. Mm-hmm. It might be mindfulness. And so the recommendation was that pick a few non-negotiables yeah. not loads because then you're gonna fucking have that's not a good, that's, <laughs> that's not what we're talking about prioritize no. yeah maybe like three non-negotiables yeah. right and then they can act as like an anchor for the day and so i guess this sets to this uh sort of goes back to the, yeah. that time limits point because even if you're having a crazy day if you've set your time limit of like i start working at 6 p.m or 5 right. p.m or whatever it might be that's your non-negotiable that leaves you time for your non-negotiable ah, so, oh okay. do you know what i mean so for example say if one of your non-negotiables is do 20 minutes of yoga another mm-hmm. one is to drink a liter of water and yeah. another one is to speak to one of your friends for 30 minutes on the phone yeah because maybe that brings you joy or whatever yeah. So then it's like, if you get to your time limit at 5 p.m. and you're like, fuck, I've not done any of my non-negotiables, then you know that is then what you need to prioritize. And for me, that was like a bit of a light bulb moment because I know for a fact that when I'm really busy, like the past month, really, every single one of what were my non-negotiables, I've dropped. I haven't done yoga. I haven't been to poll. I haven't been to the gym to the point I've actually paused all three memberships because I was like, I just don't have time. And then this morning- But it's not you don't have time. You're not prioritizing it. I'm not prioritizing it. And I was like, well, what the hell? What were my non-negotiables? Because I didn't have that language. I didn't realize they were non-negotiables. And I've negotiated every single one this of them. This was me last year. <laughs> You're literally going through what I went through last year. Because last year, I didn't realise how important exercise was for me. And I was still being active. So when I saw my friends, we were still being active. We were still out and about. And it wasn't like... But it wasn't dedicated time. But it wasn't time. dedicated time. And I that is for sure my non-negotiable that I've realised that if you're not doing that, you, you end up chasing your intel, you end up going a bit loopy. Yeah. yeah. And that is, it's it's been a real wake up call. So I, to the point where I'm going to go home, unfreeze my gym membership and go to see good because I know that will bring me balance and it will re-energize me. And it helps you be a bit more like motivated and like productive in your work. At least for me, when I'm like actually doing my non-negotiables, I'm so much more productive. I could do, totally. I could do a, a, an hour, like if I'm not doing my non-negotiables, I do like an hour, a supposedly hour task that takes all day. Mm. If I'm doing my, if I'm doing them and I feel my exercise and doing all the things that make me, me and happy or content or whatever happiness is, um, whatever the fuck, I'm gonna know. Someone tell me, help. Um, then I do that hour task in an hour. I'm like so much more on it. So do you know what I think my problem is? Because when I drop the non-negotiables, my work doesn't suffer. Uh. I do more work initially right. and then it gets to like three or four weeks in i.e now and i'm yeah. suddenly like fuck that's well that's it to, to no that, yeah yeah that's so true it, it's never immediate is it it's always like little bits you're like why do i feel slightly more, more sad or angry or like oh yeah. aggy or like any any sort of emotion that you're like why am i oh i guess i'm just feeling down that's fine because like you're you, you're allowed to feel these things and then it builds up builds up and then you realize then you have this like crash you're like 
that's literally it and like yeah. for the first time in ages i've not been able to watch certain tv shows because they've been giving me anxiety and i'm like what the fuck i've not felt like this for ages and then mm. i was suddenly when i heard that thing about the non-negotiables i was like ah yeah uh-huh. you've not been uh, protecting those so i guess it, i have like a little invitation to the listeners um have a little think now whether you pause the podcast just for a minute what are your non-negotiables and just stick to them make sure you protect them at all yeah. costs and that's going to be so different for different people right like there's someone on instagram um who she's ace i'm trying to think of her handle now it's like trippy something but she always puts about she's trying to meditate every day okay like 20 minutes a day yeah. so i guess for her that would be her non-negotiable yeah and it's just having these little snippets isn't it like mm-hmm. i was doing my 5k walk every morning before oh, work yeah. and i did it every day for a month yeah you, you and it was smashing non- it it was non-negotiable and i was loving it yeah. guess what when my to-do list got too big what was the thing that went out the window yeah the fucking walk you the, know the, the thing that was bringing you joy the thing that was helping me manage yeah. everything else yeah it's um, wild. I guess there's one last little point that I wanted to touch on before we get on to our inspiration. Yeah, I actually wanted to, sort of before you touch on that thing, oh. is with your... Because I talk about this all the time and I, I never heard the, the term non-negotiable, but I love it. Um, but this, for me, yeah, it's exercise. And same with, we've mentioned her a lot, Bex, we talk about a lot, same with her. And she said, it was actually her advice that gave, she gave to me. She was like, I know that that's something that I just ha- I have to do. And um, if I if a friend wants to see me and I don't have the time and but I want to see them, I invite them to the gym or I invite them to my non-negotiable. Oh. And I think that's such a like lovely way to do it. Like say like our time, like your what you love is like the life drawings, and that's time for you. That's maybe a non-negotiable that you want to do because it's like you've invited me to that, and then we get to spend time together. We get to you know almost like two two birds and one stone that's so good I love that or as a Swiss say two flies and one swat <laughs> do they yeah something like that two flies and one swat yeah 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 I love that so, that's so, yeah. so good I, yeah I love that you can share your non-negotiables yeah it doesn't have to be like obviously if it's if you love doing it on your own then don't invite people all the time yeah, but not, say, I'm not going to invite you to come and do a hair mask in the shower <laughs> I, I mean we can <laughs> if you really want to but also um, yeah so you can you can invite the person or and if they say no then that's fine that's that's on them but at least then you've given that offer out yeah yeah no I really like that yeah go on really good. on your last um, little tip last little point was about over delivery mm-hmm. and again this is something that I'm very bad for um, is that sometimes like <sighs> It reminds me of like a phrase Lloyd always says to me, right? He always says, don't let perfect get in the way of good. Yeah. Because I'm a perfectionist and that is not, guys, I'm not saying that in a good way. That is a fucking bad thing. Like perfectionism. I've is, worked with Molly. I it, can tell you. <laughs> we are, we are neighbours. It's bad. It's bad. <laughs> it's bad. Perfectionism is the enemy of success, right? Yeah, it, is. it literally is. So when people don't say- Don't let perfect be in the way of good enough, isn't it? Yeah, that's a- Totally. Yeah. And I think that really applies to prioritising things because if I just did things good enough, mm-hmm. I would be able to do so much more. But I have a bit of an issue, which I think a lot of people in academia do because- well, That's why we're probably in it. That's why we're in it. Yeah. Is that we want to do everything- to the best that yeah. it can be but it stops you from doing lots of stuff yeah so like perfectionism stops you trying that new sport that you want to try or try that new instrument that's exactly why I, I've never got into music because I fucking suck and because I can't be good at it straight away I'm like man I'm not gonna do it yeah. I'm not gonna do it and it's like whoa I could really that could be something I really enjoyed I like yeah. being good at now 
It if, does, if I didn't stop myself because I'm not... It's a complete oh, it's bad, prohibitor, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. So, like, if you're looking at that to-do list and you're like, well, that's going to take me five hours, really, is it? Or is it going to take five hours if you do it to perfection? Do you know what I mean? Right. Or is it just going to take an hour if you do it good enough? If you just do it good enough. And I think this is, like, a trait that, so I've read, women often have an issue with, that yeah. whole thing of over-delivery. I don't know. Maybe it's because society makes us feel like we need to you know we need Mm. to over deliver all the time but ask yourself am i doing this which is against my nature but am i doing this too well Mm -hmm. am i putting too much effort into this task can i just do it in a more simple maybe less good way but that is still good enough enough. yeah i don't know like be mediocre why not yeah which is something that we, we, we want to talk, talk about. about. Maybe yeah. next week. Oh, yeah. Should we get some inspiration? I think we should. I've loved this. I'm taking away a lot. <laughs> I feel so motivated to prioritise my life. Yeah, right. But I'm already worried that Ask I'm not me to do it. it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Okay. okay, let's go get some inspiration for a desperation. Let's do it. So we've got some quotes. We got yeah, some quotes. Got Do you know quotes. what? I have a weird feeling today that we're going to have the same quote. Me too. I felt like that. Oh, really? Yeah. That would be weird if we actually do now. But so the I, listeners would also think that we'd staged it. Yeah. We just said that. So you go first. Okay. Well, I have to... Wait, no. I have two and one's stupid. Emily. And then no. one's nice. I'm going to go for... Prioritise your quote. I'm going to go... I'm going to go for the nice one. The actual advice. Go not for the, Not the stupid quote. Um. So my quote is... Be brave enough to prioritise yourself. Yes. That's just simple. Amen, Sweet. sister. I know. It's so cringe. No, <laughs> so, no. But it's fucking true. Like, it is, it is brave to to stand in front of someone and go, actually, no, I don't have any free time. I, and they're like, what are you doing? I'm like, well, I'm going to go be home and do a face mask. And Well, particularly when, maybe not the face masking, but particularly in the context of your PhD, if you've got like an academic or a professor or something <sighs> saying, can you just do this? Mm-hmm. It's very, you have to be very courageous to be able to say, actually right now I'm at I don't capacity. Have time. Yeah. yeah, I'm at capacity, but I'd love you to bear me in mind for the future. Yeah. yeah. That is yeah. really scary. Actually, I don't have capacity. I'm about to do a face mask. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually about to put some people on my I'm actually, um, I'm actually about how to have a bath and read some books. I'm actually in the middle of a non- Negotiable. Which is which is actually also okay, but it seems ridiculous to go to your supervisor. Sorry, I'm actually I'm actually having me time. I'm actually practicing some self care right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They'll be like, "What the fuck is that? We never had that back in day. Back in day, we were suffering. So you need to too. You need to too. Oh, Why are they like a footballer? <laughs> what was I thinking of? She's the man. He's Vinnie Jones. That's who you said. Oh, like. Vinnie Jones. Yeah, yeah. He's, where's he gone? I have no fucking clue. Where are you, Vinnie? Vinnie, Vinnie. come back. Okay, so mine is him again. Instead of asking, have I worked hard enough to deserve rest? Ask, have I rested enough to do my most loving, meaningful work? Ah, say that again. (laughs) You weren't listening. I did, and then I trailed off and won us. Okay, here we go. Instead of asking, have I worked hard enough to deserve rest? Yeah. Ask, have I rested enough to do my most meaningful work? Ah, which I love because it's always a reverse card (laughs) exactly (laughs) instead of like prioritising the work in order to earn the rest Uh you prioritise the rest in order to enable the work yeah you know yeah I love that I get it you get it (laughs) do you know what they're both pretty good this week they are pretty good which is better well we'll leave it to the listeners 
I think that I think they're pretty on par. I quite like yours though. I quite like them both. Mine is attributed again. We've got the attributed to Nicola Jane Hobbs, who I haven't got a clue who she is. But oh, cheers, Nicola. Mine's um. CoraShea.com. Right. <laughs> some, some. Oh no! And then I read the the. You know when you Google search it, and I hate that what it says. Stop. Below. What does it read say it? Learn to prioritize like a boss babe. No. Can I change my quote just for that? Oh my god! This is the one thing we do not advocate on this podcast. It's bad boss babe, like and boss um boss girl or it boss. It just screams oh. pyramid scream. Yeah, read scream. <laughs> Pyramid scheme. <laughs> it also is inherently like just wrong having that boss mentality. But with however, them, yeah. can I just add a tiny little bit in there? Uh huh. You know, I've forgotten her name. Ugly Betty that plays uh, America. Mom. America plays the mum in Barbie. I saw her in the interview. Back. <gasps> yeah, yeah. They were like, do, "Do you think you're bossy?" And you, she was like, uh, uh, "I'm not bossy, but I'm, I'm a boss." boss. And that was like... And there, we will allow the, yeah. the boss mentality because she is so fucking right. How often do guys get asked? If Are you bossy? bossy? She was like, nah. I've always She was been. like, nah, I think I just would say I'm a boss. And I love it. All the crowd's like, wow! <laughs> so yeah, be a yeah. boss, guys, but not a boss but babe. But not a boss, babe. Oh, This has been Stupid Genius. We love you. We miss you already. Bye, <laughs>